If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI. It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. It is Wednesday, March 22nd, and this is your morning mud. This episode is brought to you by Mudwater. Mudwater is a coffee alternative as well as the most aptly named sponsor for this show ever with one-seventh of the caffeine as a regular cup of coffee. It's made with masala chai, cacao, mushrooms, turmeric, sea salt, cinnamon, and that is it. And I know what you're thinking, Matt. You are somebody who loves caffeine. Why would you be hawking for a company that is advertising less caffeine? And that's because it worked. It's true. I love caffeine. I used to drink two energy drinks a day, and now I might have one a week. All thanks to Mudwater. If you or someone you love might want to make the switch to Mudwater, all you have to do is head on over to muddiedwatersoffreedom.com slash mud to make the switch today. Good morning, everyone. I am Matt Wright, Editor-in-Chief of Muddied Waters Media, and I am here to bring you your daily news. Hope everybody's having a fantastic Wednesday so far, but let's get right into it. Um, as we know, everybody's been kind of keeping an eye out on the Trump indictment. Will it happen? Will it not happen? Will Trump surrender? Will there be a perp walk? All of the questions happening at all of the times. Um there have been a lot of back and forths on this, and a lot of legal experts have been saying that there isn't much of a case here. And the fact that, um, and the fact that the DA, uh, that the DA of Manhattan District, Alvin Bragg, has been pushing it, uh, shows that he's going for more of a political agenda as opposed to actually following a rule of law. For instance, uh, the crime that. The, that Trump is being charged with is a misdemeanor in New York and the statute of limitations for a misdemeanor in New York is two years. And since the alleged crime happened in 2016, the statute of limitations is way up and over. So somehow they're going to have to tie it so that they're going to have to tie it. So that way they can say, okay, yes, uh, this does tie to something that goes be above and beyond the statute of limitations on this misdemeanor. Um, so 
uh, a lot of people on the left are very excited to see what's going to happen and saying, you know, this is how we're finally going to get Trump. And a lot of people on the right are saying that this isn't right. And, you know, this is just political uh, persecution, prosecution, personal or uh, political prosecution. Um, but it was Kentucky Senator Rand Paul who yesterday suggested that the Manhattan district attorney should be put in jail uh, amid anticipation that Trump could be hit with an indictment today, which uh, that didn't happen yesterday. Uh, um, that didn't happen yesterday. So it looks like it could happen tomorrow if it's going to be happening at all. Um, as they probe payments made to adult film star Stormy Daniels during his 2016 presidential campaign. Now, real quick, before we go into what Rand Paul said, the reason that they thought that it was going to happen on Tuesday was because there was one more person that was an unknown, uh, uh, an unknown, uh, why am I blanking on this word? One more witness to testify. Um, there was one more witness to testify and it was a secret on who that person was or what they were going to be saying. And, uh, they, they came in and they completely bashed Michael Cohen. Um, they they were saying that he was a shyster lawyer, that he was a convicted liar, and he nothing that he is uh, nothing that he says should be taken with any sort of uh, grain with any sort of grain of truth. Like there's not a grain of salt in this world big enough to take with with anything that he is saying. Um, so. So there's a lot of question on whether or not there's even anything here to officially go after. But um, but Rand Paul took it as far as he possibly could by saying a Trump indictment would be a disgusting abuse of power. The DA should be put in jail, um, which he tweeted. Now, as we know, over the weekend, uh, Trump did say that he was going to be arrested yesterday, which did not happen. Um, the indictment hasn't come out yet, but according to the Daily Mail, uh, it, there are reports that the indictment is going to be coming out tomorrow and that uh, the DA, uh, the New York DA, the Manhattan DA, is coordinating with the Secret Service and Trump's lawyers to have him come in sometime next week. Whether or not this is true, we don't really know. However, what we do know is that Right now, the grand jury is deciding whether or not this is something that's going to be, uh, this is something that's going to need to uh, come come out, if this is something that charges are going to have to be filed on. And we know that Trump at this moment in time is going to uh, sur surrender at some point, uh, whether it's this week, next week, whatever. Um, we know that he is planning on surrendering and I'm certain he is going to get his spray tan on and his and his fake hair dusted up or however he does it just so he can look all as Trumpy as possible in his, uh, in his mugshot that's going to circulate the airwaves for the rest of our lifetimes. Um, so be on the lookout, be on the lookout for that tomorrow or be on the lookout for on that for the rest of today and be wary because some people like Politico reported that, yes, this is bad for Donald Trump. Daily Wire saying this is, of course, good for Donald Trump. What we can say just from what we know right now in this instance 
that since Trump made the announcement that he was uh, going to be arrested on Tuesday, his poll numbers against DeSantis, one-on-one against DeSantis, uh, have jumped by 10 to 15 points. People are coalescing behind Trump in the Republican Party because of this. And it's like we said, this is a way for the Democrats, the Manhattan DA, to get the to get the Republican Party to coalesce behind Trump because they believe that Trump will be easier to beat than anybody else. So I do believe that the Democrats do want to prosecute Trump. I am not 100% sold that they want to prosecute him enough to put him away so he can't run for president again because I think that they do believe that they can beat Trump in a heads-up election in 2024 no matter who the Democrat candidate is. So they are trying to push him, trying to push him, trying to coalesce the entire Republican Party behind Trump so the Democrats can try to face an easier uh, challenge in 2024 than somebody like uh, Nikki Haley or Ron DeSantis or Mike Pence or uh, Vivek Ramaswamy, Vivek, however you say his name. Uh, but again, still a lot to go, still a lot to find out, but uh, there's going to be, it's going to be a crazy week politically with a lot, with a lot of uh, long reaching uh with a lot of uh, long-reaching consequences uh, coming out. So keep your eye out. This is, uh, like I said yesterday, this is going to be a wild week. So uh, we'll see what's going on tomorrow. Later today, the Senate will be holding multiple health-centric hearings focusing on Biden's budget, uh, medication shortages, and hikes in the COVID-19 vaccine prices. Now, while to many people this will sound like a very boring and bland thing, uh, some interesting things are going to come of it. Some of the some of the most exciting parts are going to come when Bernie Sanders uh, is going to be grilling the CEO of Moderna, Stephane Bancel, on his company's reported plans to quadruple the price of its COVID nineteen vaccine. And to many people, not my audience, but to many people out there, they're thinking but the vaccine's free. So why would that matter in any way, shape or form? Uh, because if you free times four is still free. Um, but the, uh, but what they're going, what Moderna wants to do is they want to quadruple the amount that the U S government, i.e. the taxpayers are paying for the vaccine that the government then gives to everybody for free. Uh, well, to the people who still want it for whatever reason that the people still want it. I'm not here to get, I'm not here on the vaccine thing, but if people are still wanting to take the vaccine, it's costing the U S taxpayers four times as it would cost the taxpayers four times as much as it did, uh, just a few short days ago. Um, now, the reported price of Moderna's shot would match what Pfizer said it's considering charging, and, and uh, both are far more than what the federal government pays. Uh, 
but Pfizer did not receive federal support for the development of the vaccine. Now, that has to make you feel a little bit better that the government didn't help Pfizer create a vaccine that may be killing people. Maybe. I'm not. Maybe. Um, but... Uh, <laughs> So they are gonna so they are gonna have to go up there and defend this while you know that Bernie Sanders is going to is going to be hitting them for being, you know, part of the greedy big pharma. Uh greedy big pharma. Um and he has in the past called Moderna the poster child for corporate greed and high drug prices. Um he's been saying that that Bansell and Moderna have uh, been profiteering off of the taxpayer-funded research that went into making the vaccine. Um, another thing that they're going to have is uh, Health and Human Secretary, Health and Human Services Secretary Javier Becerra will be defending President Biden's budget in front of the the seven trillion dollar budget. For anybody who wasn't sure which one I was talking about, there the new seven trillion dollar budget. Uh, he is going to have to sit there and defend it in front of the committees. Um, he's going to have to sit there in, in front of the appropriations and finance panels. Um, as the lawmakers on Capitol Hill go into the different uh, the different funds and measures that the White House is ask is proposing, um, one of the lines that is going to be hit is a tax hike on people making more than four hundred thousand dollars a year, which Biden has said, uh, which Biden has said would help keep Medicare solvent, and. Again, Medicare is a wasted, Medicare is a wasted, uh, it's a wasted department. It is going to go bankrupt at some point. The only way to keep it going is to continue to raise taxes, but you can't raise the taxes on the people who are receiving it. So you have to take it from somewhere else. So you end up in a situation where you have essentially it's government healthcare, um, but they're going to try to raise the taxes on this in order to push a different, in order to make sure that this thing stays solvent for anybody who quote unquote needs it. Again, other ways you can go about it. Stop taking income tax from people. Stop, you know, stop stealing people's money in many different forms of taxes. Uh, get the government out of healthcare, And then you won't have the issue where you have all of the red tape created by government that drives prices up with everybody making sure that they're, uh, following the government regulators laws and uh you know you the you have the um certificate of need laws that people are having to follow and if you don't have to follow those you can end up being able to help more people uh and you can then do that for cheaper and a lot of what the government does ends up uh cr making it where healthcare costs more money but instead of trying to get rid of the redundancies and the excess, they are asking for more money for on people from more money from people making four hundred thousand dollars or more. Um, they will also be holding uh, Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs will be holding a hearing on national drug shortages um, with people from policy and nonprofit sphere invited to speak. Uh, they're, and they're worried because of they're worried because uh literally 
not a joke not a joke hey not a joke not kidding uh because adderall was running out that's not a, i'm not kidding uh as reported by the hill Several drug, uh, com several commonly used drugs, including Adderall and Albuterol, have recently or are currently considered to be in shortage. Many retailers across the country uh, resorted to limiting sales of common flu medicines over the winter, uh, such as acetaminophen and ibuprofen, because it's hard to find. And there are reports that people are rationing their medications. Now, Adderall you have so many people on it and you basically have an entire generation of people hooked on meth. So yeah, it's going to be real bad if that runs out, but at the same time, once the, you know, once you kind of get through that, you're going to be okay. Um, once you get through those DTs, you're going to be all right. But instead of worrying about the shortages that you have from this, possibly worry about the fact that you've overprescribed this to so many people You've overprescribed it to so many people, and that way you don't have to worry about that anymore. Um, so uh, stay tuned after these commercials. Uh, if you're watching this, if you're watching this on Spotify and you've seen my camera moving, that's because my dog has decided that he wants to annoy me today. Welcome back. Glad you all hung around. And uh Earlier this week, Biden signed off on Josh Hawley's COVID-19 Origin Act of 2023. Now, a lot of people are wondering, you know, why is this being signed off on now? And like I've been saying, Biden's been doing an ideological shift kind of towards the middle uh, as he's ramping up for a 2024 campaign. Um, so he needs to try to say, look, we're not just going to say that this came from a wet market or look, we're not going to say that it doesn't matter because after Hillary Clinton, nobody should ever say at this point, what does it matter? Um, that should never be something somebody says anymore. So he's saying, OK, we are going to release this information. However, he's not going to release all of the information. Of course, he's not going to release all of the information. Instead, he's going to release whatever information he deems to be important. Now. As was reported uh, last week or the week before, uh, the Department of Energy and the FBI have recently said that they kind of are leaning toward the lab leak hypothesis with the Department of Energy saying that it had low confidence in its assessment, but the FBI is saying that its confidence level was moderate. Now, other agencies support the natural origin theory, which is how uh, the raccoon dog got into the natural parlance of life. Um, and if you haven't seen a raccoon dog, you should Google it. And then be sad because you can't own one. But, because uh, I, I would own a raccoon dog so fast. Um, but, so, a lot of people are going to be involved in this information. Uh, and none more than Kentucky Senator Rand Paul. Uh, he said that he's excited that that there is going to be some more transparency, uh, even though I personally don't believe it's going to be complete transparency and they're only going to show you the stuff that they want you to show you. And no matter how much transparency there is, there will be no convictions coming out of this. They're not going to haul Fauci up there and say, you lied to the American people for two years about where it came from and we have proof that you lied because then they would have to admit 
that everything that they had done was a lie because everything that they did was just a back Fauci. And even when people were saying, oh, this looks like it was a lab leak. And they're like, no, that makes you racist uh, or whatever. Uh, that makes you racist, xenophobic, blah, blah, whatever. Um, they are people, there are people who are going to say they're going to give you the Hillary Clinton defense of at this point, what does it matter? And when, but you have to always remember that they are only going to try to defend that. They're only going to try to defend that so that there are no prosecutions. There are no more trials. There are no more uh, committee hearings that they are going to get called into. They're hoping that whatever the final thing, whatever it's finally decided to be lab leak, uh, whatever they finally admit that it, this is a lab leak that people will say, okay, well, now we know, now we can just let everything go away. It's the same sort of thing that they did when you started realizing that vaccines didn't actually stop people from getting COVID and it didn't stop people from transmitting COVID and it didn't make it where you, now they're saying that if you have the vaccines, you may have worse effects from COVID than if you, if you have natural immunity. So instead of, uh, they're hoping that everybody's just going to say, okay, well, we all made mistakes. So, all right, let's just let bygones be bygones and walk away. You have to remember, and much like Rand Paul says here, um, the what he says here, the people saying it didn't come from a lab are, are self-interested. Tony Fauci approved and gave gave the money to the lab in Wuhan. So by approving that, he has shares, uh, he... He has and shares some culpability in the origins of this virus. So, yes, that is absolutely true. Anybody that was involved in the giving of money to the companies that were doing the research in Wuhan absolutely shares some culpability in the origins of this virus. And since it got out, those people should be prosecuted. Um, so, but you're going to have a lot of people saying, what does it matter? What does it matter? At this point, what does it matter? And at this point, the reason that this matters is because for years, for two to three years, depending, you know, depending on where you lived, they shut down businesses, they kept your kids out of school, they made you wear masks everywhere uh, that you went. Uh, they did not care about whatever you had going on. If you were uh, if you were having a troubled pregnancy, doesn't matter. You need to wear a mask. If, if you were somebody who had trouble breathing, doesn't matter. You need to wear a mask. If you're on an oxygen tube, doesn't matter. You need to wear a mask. Kids were going to school. They didn't learn to communicate during those years as easily as kids in the past. And it ended up hindering their development uh, educationally and mentally. Uh, so it's holding them back in developmental processes. They shut down businesses. They said, no, we don't care. You're not essential. They told you, many of you, you're not essential and said that if you go out to work, you are going to have to be doing this. And when they said why, they said it's this came from a wet market and it came from somebody eating a bat. And then they expected you just to buy that. When that one didn't stand up, they've told different story, different story, different story, different story. The most recent one being... They said, well, we think that maybe possibly just, you know, there's a chance that it came from raccoon dogs. Which again, Google that because they're adorable. But they're saying that they came from raccoon dogs. And then other people, the former head of the CDC said, 
Yeah, just because you had a swab that had raccoon dog DNA and the anti the antibodies of COVID nineteen doesn't mean that it came from there. It just meant that this raccoon dog was in the same place as COVID nineteen at some point. Because your dogs could get COVID nineteen, your cats could get COVID nineteen. There were I think deer could get COVID nineteen. Like it, there, this could go from human to animal. They may not have seen the effects of it, but it could go that way. So instead you instead of you know what does it matter now it matters because you use this as the baseline for everything that you did to try to call us racist to try to shut us down to try to keep us in our homes and if we wanted to leave you called us selfish you said that we were out there just trying to kill our grandmothers or kill your grandmothers or kill somebody's grandmothers and we didn't care about kids and we probably kicked puppies and none of that is true you should have just let us live and we wouldn't, you know, live our lives and that would be it. But you didn't. And now as everything is starting to close in, you're saying, well, at what point, you know, what does it matter now? Um, and again, they, you know, this is what they're going to say. Um, I'm getting, I'm getting angry about them just knowing that they're going to say this. And you've seen it before of we just need to for, forget and forgive the last few years. Mistakes were made on both sides. Or as Trump would say, there were really good people on both sides. Um, now, Fauci is going to, de to deny this to the bitter end. And I don't know if there is anything in play that could make it where he could end up losing his pension that he is getting uh since he has now retired as the head of the NIH but if anybody out there if anybody out there uh talks to somebody in congress or the senate have them write a bill that says if this turns out to be a light lab leak and tony fauci doesn't admit it beforehand he loses his entire pension that simple um yeah so we will see i don't i don't think joe biden's actually going to release anything that is i don't think joe biden's going to release anything that's of import you're just not going to see anything important it, it, it's like so many uh other things where it's like oh they're going to declassify ufos nobody cares uh we're going to declassify the the mlk stuff did you declassify all of it or are there parts missing there are parts missing jfk same thing they keep pushing them down the road this is going to be the same thing you're never going to see all of this until it's 90 years in the future um and most of the people who had covid or remember covid are dead so that's where we're at with that but hopefully hopefully we get some answers on where this came from That is the episode. Thank you all so much for tuning in. If you enjoy what is happening here at Muddied Waters Media, I ask you to do a couple of simple favors for us. Please, whatever podcasting platform you are listening to us on, give us a five-star review. Also, leave a review. And the biggest way that you can help is by sharing this episode with your friends. Thank you all so much for tuning in. We will see you again very soon. And remember, where we're going... We don't need roads. <laughs>